WPGU News Desk, here's today's headlines on WPGU 1071, Champagne's Alternative. From WPGU News, I'm Owen Henderson. It's Friday, July 2nd, 2021. The University of Illinois has announced that it will be lifting all COVID-19 classroom capacity limits for the fall 2021 semester. Fully inoculated students and faculty will not be required to wear masks or social distance in classrooms. The university has made it mandatory for all undergraduate and graduate students who are medically able to receive a university-accepted vaccine before the fall semester in order to return to campus. Meanwhile, unvaccinated individuals will be required to participate in the COVID-19 testing program and to wear facial coverings and social distance in classrooms. In order to prove their vaccination statuses, students should upload their vaccination record card to the My McKinley portal before Monday, August 9th, in order to have building access for the first day of classes. The Illinois Department of Financial and Professional Regulation submitted comments yesterday to the U.S. Department of Education urging it to proceed with strong, equity-centric student loan regulations to help borrowers struggling with their student loan debt. The letter outlined how borrowers of color disproportionately struggle with their student loans and called for standardized customer protections while highlighting the need for continued state and federal partnerships. Approximately 1.6 million Illinois residents owe a total of $60 billion in federal student loans. In response to the growing crisis, Illinois and other states have passed laws requiring private servicers to obtain licenses to do business in their jurisdictions and requiring them to follow specific servicing rules and protections. Due to the COVID-19 pandemic, borrowers with student loans held by the U.S. government have had their monthly payments and interest automatically postponed. However, the pause in repayment is set to expire on September 30th. Flags across Illinois were lowered to half-mast today to honor the death of Mattoon firefighter Mady Murad, who died in the line of duty this Sunday. He was responding to a call regarding a vehicle that had slid off an interstate highway during the intense rainstorms that had been battering central Illinois over the weekend. When approaching the scene of the accident, Murad lost control of his own vehicle and collided with the car involved in the original accident. When additional first responders had arrived on the scene, He was then taken to Carl Hospital in Urbana, where he died of his injuries. The 21-year-old was originally from Morocco and had come to Illinois on a student visa to attend college. The Illinois Attorney General may pursue legal action against the company responsible for an industrial fire continuing to burn in Morris, Illinois. WPGU's Justin Malone has the latest on that fire. After an abandoned paper mill in the northern Illinois town of Morris caught fire Tuesday, officials soon learned the building was being used to store hundreds of thousands of pounds of lithium-ion batteries. The Illinois Environmental Protection Agency has now referred the company responsible, Superior Battery Incorporated, to the Illinois Attorney General. The building continues to burn today as teams attempt new methods for extinguishing the lithium battery chemical fire. According to the city, roughly 4,000 people, including nearly 1,000 homes, a school, 
school and a church have been evacuated from the immediate area to avoid a potentially toxic smoke plume. The Illinois EPA's referral to the state attorney general cites violations of the State Environmental Protection Act and pollution control regulations. The fire comes just weeks after a chemical plant in Rockton, Illinois, exploded and burned for several days. Authorities are continuing to investigate the cause of the fire, as well as how the batteries were stored in the former mill without local officials' knowledge. For WPGU News, I'm Justin Malone. President Joe Biden visited Surfside, Florida yesterday, where he met with families affected by the Florida condo collapse last week. He spoke about his experiences with grief and spent over three hours talking to families privately after his address. Florida Governor Ron DeSantis praised Biden for his response to the collapse, especially the bipartisan cooperation. Biden also said that the collapse is still under investigation. The Federal Emergency Management Agency sent 400 personnel in search and rescue teams and $20 million in response to the collapse. That's all from us for today, folks. Reporting was contributed by Tara Mobesher, Dayan Iam, Barrett Wynn, Justin Malone, and Josie Alameda. Our regional editor is Josie Alameda, and our interim political editor is Owen Henderson. Our deputy news director is Emily Crawford, and our news director is Justin Malone. For WPGU News, I'm Owen Henderson. (laughs) 